Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I did it. I watched every video on YouTube and now the algorithm doesn't know what to do with me. I'm free from its chains. I'm one with the algorithm. Is this what it feels like to be God? No one should have this much power. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Friday, March 4th, and this is The Drop. I'm J.E. Skeets, and alongside me, as always, here in the Classic Factory, we got Tass Mellis. Hey, everybody. Hey, Tass. We got our top shot hot boy, ripping them lips, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. yo. The international man of mystery taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friends. Mm, Lily. And finally, making the magic happen, super producer J.D. Hello. There is. Here we are. Shout out to the stream team. Joining us live right now on YouTube, take a second, hit that little like button, make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube, and share the show with your friends. Fun drop podcast here today. It's Five Star Friday, because it's the first Friday of the new month, so Trey will take us through uh, some of the best reviews out there. We got a good batch? We got a nice crop. Oh, big old crop. Take a look at this crop. We goosed them. <laughs> we goosed them in this one. No <laughs> doubt, Skeets. Oh, no doubt. Uh, we'll also play a little Is This News? We've got Rapid Fire Fun, of course, Tweet of the Night. But let's start with the game. Some good ones on last night. And we will begin with uh, Durant returning, scored 31 points. But bam, in the heat, rally to beat the Nets, Tass. Uh, and there's some related news with the Nets, but let's start with the game, and then we can get into that Joe Harris uh, right. unfortunate news. Yeah, a lot of injuries here for the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler, big left toe injury. Always makes me laugh. Jimmy Butler, bracket, big left toe. <laughs> yeah. He's out. Just funny for some reason. He played the night before, toe injury. P.J. Tucker out, Kyle Lowry out, personal reasons. Hopefully everything's right there. The Nets looking good with Kevin Durant up 16 in the second quarter, up 7 at half. KD looking exactly like the KD pre-injury. Right. Exactly the same. <laughs> Phenomenal. Uh, but then in the third quarter, Former member of the Miami Heat, Goran Dragic, now a member of the Brooklyn Nets, said Eric Spolstra tricked us with that zone. He tricked them. Uh, and, and they got <laughs> stalled in their offense, yeah. although Kevin Durant had a chance late. About a minute left, his three ball went in and out, and that would have given the Nets uh, a lead late in the fourth quarter. Uh, so he finishes with 31. But on the other side, the Heat come down the floor, and Bam at a bio. He sealed it with the score inside. And, uh, yeah, some some bad rotations there from the Nets on that play, which I just point out Bam Adebayo because going forward with the Miami Heat, he's kind of the guy that bails them out when Jimmy's not uh, going to score on the possession. If Kyle Lowry's not going to score on the possession, the ball gets to Bam you know, around the free throw line. And he had a great game in this game. And no one's going to talk about his offensive game, but he was 12 of 15, 30 points, did some scoring in the post, 
did a lot of rolling on Andre Drummond. Uh, just a very versatile game from Bam yeah. Adebayo. Just really solid, 30 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. you got to remember, he wasn't there at the bubble late. He was injured. He was there, but he was injured late in that run for the Miami Heat. A mere two years ago. So will this team be able to make that kind of run a couple months from now? We shall see. Will the Nets be able to make any sort of run in the playoffs? Well, they need to get their chemistry together. Obviously, it's been said a billion times. Joe Harris will not be a part of that chemistry. Ankle surgery Mm -hmm. out for the season. Uh, But Seth Curry uh, coming in uh, for, for Joe Harris will help. That's for sure. Eight games already with the Nets. It seems like the trade deadline was just a couple weeks ago, coming over from Philadelphia, shooting 44%, looking good. Joe Harris sucks for him in the longest tenured Brooklyn net. He's been there forever since 2016, won't be a part of this run. Steve Nash, uh, you know, he'll rely on Seth Curry, he'll rely on Patty Mills, who he says is tired. You don't often hear that from a coach. Patty Mills is tired. He's just played too much, so he's got to scale His back. His legs have been working too much, is what Steve Nash said. <laughs> Very funny. It's <laughs> a good way to say it. <laughs> uh, but on the road trip, They'll get Kyrie and Kevin Durant here. It's a three-game road trip. Brooklyn going to Boston on Sunday. Looking forward to that. Then the Hornets and then the Sixers, as we've talked about, on Thursday. Ben Simmons will definitely not be a part of that game. Sean Marks, GM, said he'll be practicing hopefully late next week. So that's after the game. So he will not be playing in Philadelphia, although they haven't ruled him out. They're just not talking about yeah. it. Uh, so that's that's the case there. So I, I think really from the Nets – we got to wait. we got to wait and see how they're going to come together the last uh, couple months of the season because they still haven't played together. I think it is interesting with these two teams playing. You see the Heat missing key guys, like you said, but they keep getting these wins. They get all these contributions from other guys. And Bam was a monster. I mean, he is a star. And I said, like, there's going to be uproar when he's not on the All-NBA team because he missed a big chunk of the season. He's amazing. But all these other guys contribute and they get the win. And one of the Nets, you know, yeah, KD's back, of course, missing some other guys. And they don't. Uh, and I think this is really an issue here moving forward. You know, KD can win you playoff series, and if Ben's there and Kyrie's playing in some of these games, sure, <laughs> but all these other guys, all these other, you know, Seth Curry's good and all that, but I don't know, it doesn't add up to going deep by any means in a, in, in a, in a playoff uh, sort of round here in the Eastern Conference where I believe in a lot of these Heat guys a lot more, that's for sure. The Heat have a system and the Nets just roll the ball there off it is. and say we've got the talent that hopefully you can keep up. Uh, but, um, you know, it was just Kevin Durant basically last night. 31 points for him, 21 from Bruce Brown. That's nice, but, like, you're not worried about 21 points from Bruce Brown. If you're the Miami Heat, you're going to get that back from Max Struess knocking down six threes, scored 21 as well. Bam was great. That's the huge issue for the Nets. They can't stop anybody inside. Mm. Andre Drummond, he's a big body. Uh, He might be better than what they've had there um, during this season, but he's still not a great defender in space, and that's going to be a problem if they run into uh, the Heat with Bam, if they run into the Bucks with Giannis, or if they run into Embiid with the Sixers. Like, you're going to be able to mash the Nets inside, so they're going to have to figure out something, some sort of way uh, to take care of that, but the chemistry ain't going to be a thing for the Nets. It's just going to be a matter of are our guys on fire that night? And that's how they're going to have to win in the season because I don't think like Ben Simmons is going to change everything defensively uh, for this Nets team. So, uh, I don't know. They still have Kevin Durant, you know, and that's the thing. Uh, when Kevin Durant's on fire, he's really good. 31 points after a huge long layoff. He's a hilarious zone buster. Just put him at the free throw line. He's taller than anybody else out there. Pass it to me. He can shoot over the top of it. So, that's something the Nets will be able to go to. But, I don't know. They're not going to put it together this season. And... They'll be lucky if they get out of the play-in tournament, I would think. I mean, like, out of the play-in tournament, heading into the playoffs. Like, uh, they could get to maybe number six if if the Cavs continue to struggle, if the Bulls continue to struggle. But not looking great for the Nets seeding-wise. It's sort sort of wild to think about, and I am looking ahead here. Um, 
that Durant could go through his entire four-year contract here with the Nets without really contending for a title. Because mm. first year, he's not there. Last year, wow. obviously, Kyrie gets injured. Harden's, yeah. you know, walking around on one leg. Uh, Katie's foot's too big, but they lose in the second round. This year, I mean, I don't have a lot of confidence in them, even if Simmons and Kyrie are playing. I mean, I don't. There's just two... There's better teams in the Eastern yeah. Conference. I... I don't see them going to the you know to the finals, let alone the the conference finals. So that's three years here. It's crazy to think about it. Yeah, with the team that they put together there around. KD. Yeah, I think though last night you did see it. Like Kevin Durant can have a game like that. And having said all that, Steph, Seth Curry, if he hits that three, they go up late with about a minute or a minute and a half to go there. Uh, and then and the Heat coming off a loss from the night before where they gave it away. They got a, probably a bit nervous, thinking could happen again mm-hmm. here. They didn't. Tyler Hero goes and hits some free throws and knocks it out. But yeah, I just don't see this team on the same page. I think like what Trey said, it's like Kevin Durant's you know top two, three, whatever you want in the league still. Kyrie can be a really good offensive player, but he's on his own schedule. And Simmons just isn't, you know, who knows what we're going to get out of him this season. So I don't see this team as a legit contender right now, no matter how good and how silky Kevin Durant looks after having knee injury he comes back and he's just like, I'm just going to go and get my spots. He's perfect from the free throw line. I mean, he's so silky smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's incredible. So he's amazing. But after that, there's just such a gap between guys who can really take this team to the next level, I think. Uh, when it comes to awards, is the one that's locked up Tyler Hero winning sixth man of the year? Like, I feel like there are a lot of the other ones are still up in the air with, you know, six weeks to go. I mean, you can maybe convince me that Monty Williams and the Suns are running away with coach of the year. Though Spolstra maybe has something to say about that with all these guys out of the lineup and them might having the uh, number one seed. These, but it feels like that one, right? Hero. Lock like that's a, just a lock. I mean, I guess Vegas thinks John Moran is a lock to win most improved too. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Hero has this another 27 points. And this, you slipped it in there. This is a really solid win hmm. for the Heat after what happened the night before hmm. against Milwaukee where they should have had that one too and they gave it away at the end. Right, and and as Trey said, they've got the chemistry on the defensive end. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets hope to outscore teams, and that's what they hope. They hope that there's an announcement coming soon for Kyrie Irving to be playing full-time. That's a possibility. He'll be playing these next three games, and just to be able to do enough on the defensive end. But, yeah, the, the, the Heat have it all together, and then the Nets just hope that, yeah, they can throw the ball to two guys, uh, the, and then Seth Curry, you know, plays off those guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that, and Ben Simmons plays off those guys. That's the plan uh, going forward. It's not a bad plan. I, I don't think it's a bad plan to say, "Hey, Kevin Durant, you are the best scorer in the entire universe." Here's the ball, man. Uh, and I think the chemistry there, as far as the zone goes, was just like, just give the ball to KD. I mean, they need 20 games to just be able to understand each other, move off the ball, move together. Yeah, the, the the games are dwindling though. They got 18 it, games left, and Kyrie's only eligible to play in seven of them right now. Not right now, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That, that part is. <laughs> and that Ben part Simmons may not even coming back in March for crying out loud. Yeah, they need it's Kyrie. Insane. It is weird when you look at how many games Kyrie Irving has played this yeah, season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that went well for the Nets, I nearly forgot about it because we jumped right into the game, mm-hmm. is we had a wedgie, and oh boy, we had Eagle and Sarah Kustak on the call. You got to hear this. Curry breaks away. Wedgie! Curry gets into the wedgie column in Brooklyn for the first time in his career. (laughs) Bernie, how excited are you? I mean, these are like eclipses. You don't get these that often. Shouts to the No Dunks crew, the former starters. We know how much they love wedgies. Look at it. And it's the, a thing of beauty. The light in your eyes <laughs> and the enthusiasm it's in your like, voice for has me, given me life. It's like a game winner. 
for me. Really? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's on par with a game. That's that's like a perfect wedge. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Eagle, oh, what a call by him and Sarah Kustak. Thanks for the shout-out, Sarah. Uh, yeah, up to 28 on the season. Pace still around 40 there, but uh, a, a perfect wedgie. Yeah. Uh, we, we got a weird email the other day, someone saying, you shouldn't stop counting, they don't add anything to the game. And now Iron Eagle saying it's like a game winner. I'm going with Iron Eagle on yeah, this one. Yeah. <laughs> I also, we always call them like snowflakes. Like everyone is unique, mm. but I like, uh, I don't mind the idea of referring to them as eclipses. Too. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. So that worries me because that means they are few and far between. We want mm. more. We want a flurry. Uh, and predictable, uh, so. right? Right, you, you true. Know, you know true. when the eclipse is true. coming. <laughs> and trust me, we are looking at wedgies. We are staring them dead in the wedgie. <laughs> Unlike an eclipse, unless you're an idiot. <laughs> Unless you're a complete fool. <laughs> a complete fool. Who would look at an eclipse? Come on. <laughs> Ridiculous stuff. Birdie. Crazy. No, nobody would do that, right? No. 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 Never nobody would do that. <laughs> like on a national stage. No chance. No. Hey, is the moon okay, by the way? Apparently a satellite, hit. a satellite hit it this morning. On the other yeah. side of it, though, so we couldn't see it. Some space garbage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Hoping. Took out a huge crater. Yeah, that's fine. Sending our It'll best be fine. to the moon. That's big enough. Sending our best <laughs> to the moon. Uh, yeah, Birdie. I like how Sarah Kustak calls Iron Eagle yeah. Birdie. Birdie. Yeah, that's, yeah. Great. that's great. Yeah. And yeah, I turned that up. I turned that no dunk shout out up when I was sitting in the living room just so Danielle could hear how yeah. cool yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, honey? She perked up, too. Her, I didn't have to say anything. Her Ooh, ears wow. perked up. Wow, that's cool. I forgot about that car that we've had in the body shop for nine weeks oh, for no. five seconds. You did you get it back? No. Oh, Getting it back right. today, maybe, as I write a letter to the Better Business what? Bureau. We're going we're gonna to see another eclipse before you <laughs> get your wedgie or your car back. Sending our best to Danielle and the moon. <laughs> okay, let's go to uh, another game here. Lee, get us started. Jason Tatum, 37 points on his birthday to lead the Celtics past John Morant and the Grizzlies 120 to 107. A uh, really good game, this one. And uh, I want to give a lot of credit to Ima Udoka, Celtics coach. I thought he had a great game plan in this one. It was basically like John Morant, he's great. Three point shooting is not his strongest suit. Yep. He was like, we'll let him fire away. We can live with those. If he gets hot, we'll, we'll deal with it. Now, he hit some late, but early on, he didn't. And I think that sort of got the Grizzlies off to a bit of a slow start. And that Celtics offense itself has really improved a lot as well, to the point where the Grizzlies got a great defense. They were scoring okay down the stretch. They made this one a a game they could win, but they Mm -hmm. just couldn't stop the Celtics scoring, especially Jason Tatum in that fourth quarter. He was deep in his bag on his birthday, uh, going inside, hitting threes, throwing it up to the fans there in Boston. This This was a really good test because we've talked about Boston their recent record, having won nine out of the last ten prior to that, against winnable games. Yeah. And the Grizzlies are one of the better teams in the league, and they have a really good defense. They pound the offensive glass, and they did that again last night, 17 rebounds, and it didn't really cost the Celtics. And this was all without Jalen Brown, by the way, who yeah. was who missed this game. Al Horford, I thought, uh, he was brilliant. <laughs> Al Horford had 21-15-5. we got to bring back the comeback uh, player of the year award. like stuff from Al Horford. And he hits four threes. Four threes. So incredible stuff here. But, but again, I think this comes down to preparation by the coach of like... This is our plan. This is what we're going to do and stick with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ja Morant, I mean, he finishes with 38 points himself there. Uh, so he was great. Had another, just a wild highlight that had Brian Anderson just like lost for words on the side. I, I had I, the Celtics fans like. Oh, it, everyone. I mean, everyone. He went high with yeah. the left hand on Stan the crazy colors. Even Stan oop. Van enjoyed it so much. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Really... Write the story when the oop is in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, you know, the Grizzlies scored 107 points, didn't play a bad game, but the Celtics were just better than them and so much well prepared I thought last night so uh, good game good stuff from Jason Tatum 
Yeah, it was a nice showcase game for the Boston Celtics on national TV. They said that this one was highlighted on their calendar, and I like the Al Horford shout-out. I mean, just watching this game, you just forget how good he is you know, from time to time. And then watching this game, you just saw him on the defensive end, how good he is at coordinating on the back line and just being extremely solid. He's 35 years of age. We barely talked about him this year, uh, but he's just such a key part to that defense. So mm-hmm. John Morant, yeah, he was, they were sagging off him like crazy. 29 shots, 12 of them from three-point land. Not a good ratio for them, but it was it was a difficult matchup. We saw him destroy Yaka Pirtle a few days ago, who's you know trying to get close to him. The Celtics said, no way. We're, we're stink, sticking back, and Horford, I think, is such a key part of that. Uh, he's just so smart defensively, and they are so good defensively. And uh, I think he's kind of their, a bit of their lifeblood. Like We won't mention him. We'll mention the, the two Jays first and Marcus Smart first. But, uh, yeah, 21-15 and five assists in 40 minutes. 40 minutes, yeah. yeah. yeah that's uh, he's, he's really, really key to their team. He's you know, essentially their best defender, I'd call him, even though he's older. Uh, he's, he's really, really, really important to that team. He pairs well with uh, Time Lord. And the they, Twin they Towers. These two, that's yeah. nice, man. Uh, yeah, 10 points, 12 rebounds for Robert Williams, three steals and three blocks. And like you're saying, Lee, Udoka's willing to stick with the game plan. Like, yeah, we'll switch Al Horford onto John Morant. He might get cooked. Good thing we got another rim protector yeah. hanging out back there who can really move on the back line. So uh, being willing to stick to your plan there and not just panicking because a guy's going for 30 and a half, that's pretty great. Um, and that's very weird to think that the Celtics did a good job playing defense on a guy who scored 38 points mm. in a game. Yeah. But it certainly felt like they did, and they did a good job on the offensive glass as well. Like you said, 17 offensive boards uh, for the Grizzlies, but also 15 for the Celtics. So they were getting it back on their end as well. They went big against the Grizzlies big, and they outbigged. So, mm-hmm. nice big stuff. <laughs> uh, are the, I mean, are there any teams in the Eastern Conference playing better right now than the Heat and, and the Celtics? Like, at this point, where we are as we hit six weeks? Maybe Philly, but... Yeah, you know. maybe. But uh, uh, Boston is right. I mean, if yeah. you look at their defensive you know, efficiency, like, since... I don't know, before the new year. Yeah, yeah, but this was it's against elite. a good team that had yeah. all their players, which yeah. I think is super, super impressive because, uh, you know, the, the Celtics have beat a lot of teams who are either a bad team or a good team who are missing somebody. So to have this yeah. one scheduled, have have it circled on the calendar, Ja coming off some incredible games, like career highs back-to-back, yeah. and uh, all, you know, semi-shut him down. Just yeah. shut him down as much as you can. Uh, at least make it tough, I think, was super impressive. And, yeah, you, you mentioned the, the alley-oopley. It was the mirror image of the Derrick Rose alley yeah. from oh, years yeah. ago. People yeah. have the, the video yeah. out on Twitter. It literally looks like it's just flipped. Just completely flipped because Ja finishes lefty. Rose's was the right yeah. hand. That guy's good at dunking, man. Oh, my God. Dunks you, are I, back. you said it was an enjoyable game, and it did sort of get yeah. close there. The first half, though, was... Uh, I mean, everybody was going down with an ankle injury yeah. again. I don't know what the hell's going on the parquet floor there because he had Steven Adams rolling his yeah. ankle, and then uh, Neesmith yeah. uh, had to get... Um, uh, wheelchaired off of the of the floor. Uh, I don't know if there's an update on him. If hopefully it's nothing too uh, too extreme, but uh, it was a slog. I yeah. thought the first half, and I was sticking with it. You know, I'm sort of jumping around a little bit, but I'm like, eh, got to keep watching. Yeah. John Moran is playing. Oh, that's right. Something's bound to happen. And yeah. then yeah, like a minute or two later, after I thought that, I was like, oh my god. And then what uh, an alley Marcus uh, Marcus Smart took out Robert Williams himself, and then on that same possession, Jalen Jaron Jackson. Basically got an offensive foul for kicking out at uh, someone for the Celtics as well. So there were bodies just flying yeah, around. Yeah, there was the a lot of guys yeah. on the ground last night. <laughs> yeah. But a uh, hell of a highlight, but a great, mm. great win from the Celtics who continue to just play amazing. They're 38-27 and now. They are creeping up on a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference standings because one of them ahead of them, 
lost last last night down at the Fortress. So let's go to it. It was the Hawks surging late as Trey Young scored 39 to get the win over your Chicago Bulls. Trey Kirby was in attendance, but I I didn't see one single photo from a No Dunks fan out there. So great job on hide and seek, I guess, last night. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I was wearing a wig. (laughs) Yeah, so people thought, maybe they thought they saw me, but it was another guy. Oh, that's just Bob Ross walking by. (laughs) This was a a real game of basketball. Mm. This was a real game of basketball. The Mm -hmm. Fortress was literary last night, Lee. This is the best game I've seen in person. Uh, this season, it was big runs back and forth. Like uh, the Bulls took the lead into halftime, and then after halftime, the Hawks came out and went on a massive run, and the Bulls were looking terrible. Hawks got up by ten, and then the Bulls had an instant uh, ten point run to get it back even there. It all came down to the fourth quarter, though, and then it was time for the takeover. No defense played for either of these no. games, so it kind of came down to the best shot maker wins. It was not DeRozan, and it was 100% Trey Young. 39 points, 13 assists. In the fourth quarter, he had 16 points, 3 assists. The Hawks scored 40 back-to-back threes for Trey in the final minute and a half of this one. Even I was hitting the ice tray. <laughs> I felt like Leo uh, yes. was wearing a Bulls shirt, doing a Hawks celebration. <laughs> oh hey, it was undeniable how on fire he was. It was a bit of a revenge game for him because uh, yeah. uh, Io DeSoon has been de- defending him pretty well this season. It's honestly about 2-2 two to two, Trey Young versus Io in, in these games here, but the last game was so recent. Uh, I think 3-17 for 17 for Trey. So he came in, had this one circled on his schedule and uh, just honestly cooked Io quite a few times yeah. and Io was playing well he had a nice block on him uh Kobe White got switched on to Trey Young there right at the end of the fourth quarter he did not have a chance no. uh, so Trey was special last night but for the Bulls it just kind of came down to zero physicality to the point where Billy Donovan ran out a lineup with Vucevic and Tristan Thompson I was like excuse me <laughs> what year is this and then by the time I saw it I was like Tristan Thompson honestly needs to play more. He's drawing fouls on people. He's just running into guys. The Bulls didn't force a turnover in this game until midway through the third quarter. Whoa. They took seven free throws last night. Yeah. They were playing a little softy-wofty, no doubt about it. Levine, you can tell, is lacking a little bit of burst right now. Feels like he's pulling up for mid-range jumpers all the time. He's a good shooter, but he takes some really, really tough shots. So not getting to the free throw line. Not getting in the lane. Vucci had a big first half, 13 points, did nothing in the third quarter, got a couple of baskets there um, in the fourth. But they need to put some pressure on the rim, and there's nobody doing it right now. Worst part of the night for me. You know, we stuck around late. Uh, I wanted to see Trey get to 40 points. I was like, get this guy the ball on an inbound so somebody can follow him. He can go to the line. It never happened. Whatever. We're, We're standing there. Kid walks up to me. He's like, hey, I got this for you. It's like, what? It's like, hey, I got this for you. I looked down. He was just holding his hand in an L. It was so brutal. (laughs) How old is this kid? Sixteen or seventeen. Hey, I got this for you. And it was like the way he was doing it too. He was like, he was just standing there, like just casual, like, got this for you. Yeah, you gotta look down. I was so bad, but I loved it. I loved it. My heart broke in two, but I wow. wanted to hug that kid so much. Oh, I love hearing you drift into sort of, uh, you know, two teams now. You know, like you're sort of enjoying, even though it's your own team getting smoked, like you're su- supporting the home team. It's great, you know, doing the ice tray. But if you look at the Bulls, they shot 60% from the field, 54% from three, 14 for 26. So they 
you know, executed well offensively, yep. but defensively, uh, when Trey Young goes 11 for 18, 7 for 9 from 3 with 13 assists, he did not feel any pressure, really, especially oh, when it was... Those, those like, separation threes yeah. where he's, like, fake driving and then step... I mean, that those were dirty. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, I went, he went yeah. flying! And then he's talking trash afterwards <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, he's like, you he can't, can't guard me. But that, that's the thing, because uh, Dusumu did an incredible job, job on him. Was that last, last week? I think yeah. it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Seven days before. Yeah, um, and so Trey answered back in... in yeah. And that's that's what it comes down to, you know. It's like, how do you respond to that? And he and he did. So uh, this was a, a, a yeah perfect Trey Kirby game. Tons of scoring, you know, lots of threes. Got burned, but Hold he's like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that know. was that was nice, man. That was good. Uh, that was good. I'm glad that kid just didn't punch you in the nuts. I mean, that just reminds me. Of, oh, the you, you know, you put a circle yeah. between oh, your yeah. thumb and your first finger. Yeah. Bam! <laughs> or, or hit you in the chin or whatever. That, I mean, that's good. He played it cool, man. <laughs> yeah, that was it, nice. He played it cool. Yeah, Trey uh, always remembers. He's got a tattoo on his arm that says "Always remembers." He remembers oh, seven yeah. days before. Our, our Chris Kirshner pointed that out. That was the the point of the article on the Athletic. I mean, that was the premise. Mm-hmm. He definitely remembered Io. You know, the, being the shut down guy, right. the guy who shut down. It's like, oh yeah, Matthew Delvadova can shut down Steph. I don't think so. I, mean, that's, that's <laughs> I essentially do love what when this was. happens in the league. Like uh, Ruben Ruben Patterson yeah. is the Kobe stopper, and it's like, meh. <laughs> he mm-hmm. probably had a game or two <laughs> yeah. against them, or the guy couldn't hit a shot for whatever reason. But yeah, yeah, Trey remembers. Luka Doncic scores forty one. Mavs beat the Warriors again, one twenty two, one thirteen. Um, just an interesting point from Mavs Moneyball that I was reading this morning from Josh Bowe. He wrote, quote, it's almost undeniable in a pure entertainment sense how much more enjoyable it is to watch these Dallas Mavericks freed from the burden of Chris Tapp's poor Zingas <laughs> and all the baggage he brought with them. Um, you know, and then he goes on to talk about how there's like, there's no meandering post-ups and, you know, awkward KP drives mm. and, you know, infuriating three-point misses from him. And it's just... More Luca pick and roll, more mm. rim running with like Dwight Powell, more opportunities for Jalen Brunson and and Spencer Dinwiddie, who's obviously came back in that trade. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. He's averaging 19 points per game. Dinwiddie is in his last four, shooting 60 percent and yeah. hitting threes. Um, yeah, this was, you know, if you looked at the trade, you know, well, Porzingis probably the best player of the trade, going to the Wizards, but he never played. And as Josh points out on Mass Moneyball, like it, it probably just. It, it sometimes butted heads with the style you should play when you have Luca mm-hmm. and Dinwiddie is it's just more complimentary. Yeah. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, and they um, are more fun to watch. Yeah, well, when the guy's in and out of the lineup, they just can't get that yeah. sort of chemistry going there together. Because yeah. he had good moments, but it always felt like it was either almost like a Porzingis game or a Doncic game. It didn't feel like they ever like yeah. just together crushed a team. That that's what it seemed like to me. So we'll see where Porzingis's career goes from here because I don't believe he's played at all yet for the Wizards, no. and, uh, mm-hmm. and that's the whole problem with him. He's off the floor. But for the Warriors, the big talking point here is that Steph Curry did not take a shot in that fourth quarter, and people are, are upset at Steve Kerr for that. And you know, Steph had five assists, and he sort of said, "Well, they were trapped me, so I had to try yeah. to get it." But that's bullshit, if you ask me, because Steph's <laughs> sending a message to someone about something for me. Steph Curry can get a shot. He can shoot the ball yeah. 50 times any period he wants. He doesn't. What's the message he's sending? I don't know, but it's <laughs> something. Well, I mean, they were getting it out of his hands. They are doubling him. I, I, think, I think the message he said, he said, they're doubling me. They're getting it out yeah. of our hands. We should have probably been doing the same thing. I think he called out Kerr for his team's defense because yeah. Luca was oh, able Luka. to play yeah. one-on-one against whoever while Steph was getting 
he was getting four arms, and he kind of had to let go of the ball. If Draymond's there, it's different. Yeah, but, you know. it's Steph, though, and there was a couple of times those traps were coming, and he could see him coming. Steph from 30 feet has got the green light. <laughs> Just shoot it. Yeah. yeah. He, the, Steph's, that's not like, oh, well, what's he taking that shot for? So... I don't know. I think there's something there. I want to scratch the surface. <laughs> I'm kind of with you. I think he can be very frustrated because it's like, why do you keep running a pick and roll? Why do you keep bringing another yeah. defender up there to take the ball out of your hands? And they did it time and time again uh, in the fourth quarter, which is why he doesn't get shots. So then the ball pings around and there was nobody that could make uh, could make the Mavs yeah. pay for it. Right. And that's despite having like Moody out there having a nice game. Clay was out there. Uh, Poole probably should have got a little bit more time since the Warriors don't have any playmakers. We've talked a lot of times about how much the the Warriors are missing Draymond. He can beat four on threes. Like, he Mm. finds the right guy. And the other thing he does is when he gets the ball, first guy he's looking for is Steph Curry. Yeah. All these other guys, first thing they're looking for is a shot. You should be looking for Steph Curry. So on one hand, I think more ISO for Steph. Stop this pick and roll stuff. The guy can cook. Like you're saying, Mm. Lee, he can get a shot off anytime. He's money from 30 feet but he should do it against one defender instead of two to three. And then on the other side, the Warriors absolutely can't guard. So Steph had to have been getting pissed because on one hand, he's having to get double teamed, pass the ball, and then they're not scoring. And then he's getting brought up into a pick and roll every single time. So he's got to defend every single time. Doncic is scoring on him all the time. And then he's got to go and just pass it to somebody and stand and never get the ball back. So yeah, I I can see him being pissed, especially since... Warriors really struggling right now. They're not going to get the second seed. I think it's kind of a wrap at this point. Yeah, I guess the Grizzlies lost last night, but uh, Warriors, you know, divisions, couldn't, man, couldn't divisions. Create. They're going to win that division. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Grizzlies are just behind the Warriors for that two seed. Uh, Dre has joined them on their road trip, so he should be back soon. And uh, this I game he's scrimmaging, right? Is what yeah, saying? yeah, he's playing. He's playing in scrimmages. Uh, you know, this game was close coming down the stretch. Um, I, I think even when they weren't bringing a pick for Steph. Jason Kidd's defense was decent in that there was two bodies looking at him. I, I was surprised that they weren't running more, you know, splits off the ball like they usually do. Curry give it up and then just run around and, and then find screens. But that's Trey's job as the second ball handler to be the ball handler to pass from. Like Curry passes it to him and then runs around, and they don't really have anyone that they trust as a secondary ball handler right now. They could use Iguodala back. They, he's, yeah, he's barely played in the last six weeks. I mean, that's that's worrisome. That's uh, definitely worrisome. And, and I think with Iguodala out, uh, Moses Moody is going to take his minutes. And Iguodala may not be there in in the playoffs. I mean, they're, he, they're trying to work him back, but Moses Moody is a rook, is essentially uh, Andre Iguodala. I mean, he played 15 minutes in this game, played great defense, Hit those threes, and uh, I, I think he may be in the Iguodala role in the playoffs if Iguodala is hurt, and that's worrisome. We're talking about a team that could be a championship team playing a rook. Um, it, it is a sign that the Warriors drafted really well. I think Moody is, is smart. He said, uh, my game is easier because my guy is doubling Steph, <laughs> and <laughs> and I just hit shots. Jonathan Kaminga said recently, uh, I don't have to shoot. I'm playing with some of the best shooters in the world. Like These are, are rookies, I think, that are beyond their years, but when we're talking about – Going to the playoffs, these guys are going to be part of the rotation. It is worrisome uh, for for what they are. I mean, they're still, yeah, worst they're going to finish is is the third seed. I don't think that's a really big worry if they get Draymond back. But, yeah, deep in their rotation, like if you're talking about Warriors, Suns, Western Conference Finals, the Suns are bringing out Cam Johnson and and guys that are, you know, have had a lot of experience off the bench and the Warriors are bringing out Moody and and Kaminga. That is a bit of a worry. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Luca is just on one hell of a run right now. I just just picked an arbitrary like basketball reference. Let's highlight the last 14 games. Yeah. He's averaging 34, 10, and 9. 
And the biggest part of that over this run, the three ball is falling. Yeah. When that three ball is falling at a 40% clip, which it is over those last four on, you know, nine attempts per game. I mean, this guy, that's when he becomes next to uh, unguardable, in my opinion. Yep. Just with um, the ability to play, make, of course, still get inside, get to the line. But when you add the three, which he couldn't hit at the beginning of the season yeah. at all, looked a little out of shape, he's just uh, on a, an incredible level right now. Yeah, I think they have worked on his conditioning because he looks like he's got a little bit more energy, particularly late in games mm-hmm. right now. Um, and, and that's great what he's doing. And another huge game last night. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but again, in the playoffs, he's going to need someone else, though. This is what's caused them problems in the past. Yeah. No one else. Dinwiddie's been great for them so far, but it's a whole different story when you've got a whole you know series to plan for. So I hope that doesn't come back to uh, haunt them a little bit. Well, all the starters chipped in last night. You had a good gourd game from uh, Dar- uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. Reggie Bullock had 14. You know Dwight Powell had 13. Brunson had 14. And then you said 17 off the bench from Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm. So a lot of contributing uh, guys last night, uh, especially the starters there with Luka. Uh, final games from last night. Let's throw them all in here. Kings beat the Spurs 115-112 keep Popovich shy of his NBA mark <laughs> he still uh, has yet to tie Don Nelson yeah. for the most regular season wins in NBA history let alone surpass him uh, we have the Clippers surge to the 132-111 victory uh, sweeping the Lakers this season oh my god the Lakers it gets worse and worse and uh, Cade Cunningham had 22 points as the Pistons held off the Raptors 108-106 everyone <laughs> noting from this one the Pistons Raptors game Pistons coach, Dwayne Casey, his ninth win in 12 tries against the Raptors, the team that fired him in May 2018. Sixth straight victory. Three times the Pistons have swept the Raptors in the season series. It's it's truly amazing. It now, is and, amazing because it's the Pistons. I know. I know. Uh, but the Pistons are playing a lot better recently. They're 7-26 on the road, but those uh, three of those victories have come over the last little bit. Excuse oh, yeah. me. Oh, the car's ready. No. Oh, yeah. Spam, spam risk. Yeah. Oh, spam it's risk. probably that body shop. They're spamming. Um, the victories on the road in the last four road games have in Boston, in Charlotte, and then here in Toronto uh, for Detroit Pistons. So it was a nice – they closed it out. Sadiq Bey had a crazy – Twisting, tough oh, layup. How did he inside. get it to the rim? It was amazing. Yeah. yeah, how did he get the ball up back over his shoulder? That was wild. And to that, me. yeah, that put uh, the Pistons up three with about 15 seconds to go, and then Cade Cunningham had a huge block, and the Raptors had a chance at the end, but uh, nothing really falling. I thought Swati Barnes, as Lee mm. called him, had a shot there to block that Sadiq Bay shot. He had his arms up on the first like first foray into the lane and then he kind of scooped it and I thought he could it was a low oh it was low yeah <laughs> Very I, I low. thought he, he was just chilling he didn't want to foul I guess anyways that's uh yeah I'm parsing there that's, that's an unfortunate these these Pistons that's wild <laughs> it's just wild uh, even Schumann pointed out that they have four winning records against other teams over that span as well which is <laughs> weird they beat, they beat some teams but uh, then they get killed by other yeah. teams I guess but nine and three they get up for a coach. You think they go into Toronto and they're like, "We're doing this for Dwayne." There's no way. <laughs> like the, how are they no, nine and three? Watch, I watched a lot of those games. This ball is like fizzing around the yeah. perimeter. Like they look, they don't look like a team that's one of the worst in the league. I'll tell you that when they play the Raptors. That's so fair. maybe they do. Yeah, but why would Cade Cunningham care? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, like at all, right? Yeah. I don't know. He's <laughs> like, nice I like guy. you, Dwayne. 
I'm going to get this one for you. But it is wild. Nine wins against the Raptors. 97 wins total for the Pistons for yeah. Dwayne Casey. 10% of his game. Like Gary Trent had a terrible game. Like he's got nothing to do with the history with uh, Dwayne Casey. Uh, but watching the Raptors beat writers and, and reporters, just watching it unravel on oh, Twitter, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hilarious. I mean, they were down huge. They yeah. did a game. Well, Nick Nurse, I mean, yeah. look, they got a brutal oh, yeah, whistle yeah. in the third quarter. Pistons went to the line a lot. They were pissed. Nick Nurse got very upset. Yeah. He gets tossed. Then the Raptors go on the uh, classic run after the coach gets ejected and had a chance to you know win it or tie it at the end but they couldn't shoot and when the best shooter gary Trent jr is four, four of 23 yeah. three of 15 from three-point lane uh, i mean the raptors are in deep deep trouble Cade cunningham I, I just want to show him a little love here you know, number one pick so he should be good he's gonna finish what top three for sure yeah rookie of the year race yeah. I, I don't think he's gonna win it it's probably he's still Mobley's. Yeah, he's a chance. But he's going to finish second or third. He's going to get a lot of votes, and rightfully so. But 22-12-5, two steals in 38 minutes. And Casey, prior to the game, saying, like, this guy's got the it factor. Mm-hmm. I love it. And it's so true if you watch him. He's, he's awesome. He hasn't even scratched the surface on his potential. I'm so high on this guy. Um, so, yeah. You know, you're, you're happy if you're a Pistons fan because I think you got one. And then you got Sadiq Bey and you got Isaiah Stewart. And, like, these guys are going to be good players, but not to me the, like, franchise cornerstone guy that Cade Cunningham already appears to be. Yeah, he's he's, a, awesome. he's way out in front of all the rest of them already, even after being injured the first month of the season. And I think everybody just falls in line behind him already as a rook. Like the way yep. they're distributing the ball, you're right. I mean, they are they're whipping it around and that's cuz Cade leads the way and he is making sure that uh, yeah, I'm the number one guy, but he just makes sure everyone's involved and yeah, yeah he's he's definitely the leader of the locker room already. Yeah, he's, he's got poise for sure, uh, despite being, what, 20 years old? Yeah. Uh, so it'd be nice. Uh, I think it was Ziller writing this morning in his newsletter. Interesting to watch this team, what the Pistons sort of decide to do here, like in the offseason even. Like, is it like going into next year? Is it like, hey, one more year of being bad despite beating the Raptors in every game uh, to get, you know, one more really good pick? Or do they start to add, you know, you, you start to add a couple vets if you can and build around oh, like, yeah, your young yeah. potential it's like it's, it's a tough decision for a front office to make though <laughs> excuse me <laughs> <laughs> right, we, got, we got computers going on i know i know it's up a lung you're right no no oh, okay anyway. <laughs> anyway that's the question and yes. i think that's very difficult <laughs> yes, you're back I, I would say don't wait i mean the, uh, it is a difficult balance but you don't want to be like we're just gonna tank for another season here you want to show kate hey we're trying to win with you and build around you Right. I'm done. Okay. You want to carburetor you over there. You want to kick yeah? the can a little bit, though. Yeah, but but, but you don't. I just don't like the message of like, know, hey, you're I the number you one don't. pick, but we're just gonna mail it in for a season here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've it. got to build it's a, a winning mentality, yeah. and I think that's a part of the problem with like you know what the Sixers did with Okafor and Nerlens Noel and Carter Williams. It was like. We're not even trying yeah, to win. And yeah. it just sends a bad message. It's hard to succeed in that environment. I mean, they have vets, though, and Jeremy Grant. Yeah, and Corey Joseph. And so, Kelly Olenek. Yeah. Like, what are they going to trade that's better than that? Or, or what are they well, going to get in a free agency pool? They're not. They're going to be bad again next year. Ain't no thing to worry about. Mm. They'll get another good draft pick, and that's kind of the plan, uh, I would imagine. So year three, just like the Grizzlies, you know, that's when you trade away uh, Valanchunas, right? Like, that's that's very similar to what's been going on with Doncic, to be quite honest. Like, Valanchunas was good player, just getting in the way. So eventually, guys are going to get in Cade's way. But until then, just be bad. Stock up that energy. Yeah. Uh, are there any notes on Reggie Jackson burying the uh, Los Angeles Lakers? Or do we even care to talk LeBron's about LeBron's got 264 point? points to pass Carl Malone. Plays the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland 10 games from now. Mm. 
Last game of the season for LeBron. Oh, there you go. Are they going to stop the game because he passed Carl for a second? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I say no they, they can't. No way. You don't think they'll pass the- no. in Cleveland for the second all-time leading scorer guaranteed? No way. No. No. I'm with second? Right. I think they do. because they. Oh, do in Cleveland, is, I guess, in is an Cleveland, interesting yeah. But also just because it's the milestone then. They, they, it's, it's the second. milestone. It's second. Stop the yeah. game, though? For like a little, like, hey, no. like, not like, okay, he's done a pause, but at that, like, next at the stoppage. At the stoppage? Yeah, they'll, they'll acknowledge the it. The video sure. little, yeah. uh, Maybe right. a short, like, five-second little vignette on the video board, but no kissing babies like what Steph did. Like, that's that's not <laughs> no. happening. I, I, don't <laughs> I don't think so. Either, but we'll see. Uh, 264 points. 264. Like 26 a game. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, crazy. He had 26 last night. I wonder if he knows. (laughs) (laughs) He's figured out the math. He's like, oh, yeah, we'll get there for Cleveland. We'll break into there, Cleveland. All right, let's take our first break. Lots more still to come on this drop. We'll play a little Is This News, Five Star Friday Fun, and a whole lot more. We'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately. So I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures, both analog and digital. A lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets. The things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney, it's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. Selling a little? Yeah. Cha-ching. Or a lot? (laughs) Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling savory sausages or offering ostentatious oddities, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the United States, and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash no dunks, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash no dunks now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash no dunks. All right, back with no dunks here in the Classic Factory, a little drop podcast on a Friday. Let's get to Is This News? Yeah, Is This News? Got some headlines for you guys. You can tell me whether or not they're newsworthy. First one from The Athletic. Ever heard of it? Bradley Beal, recovering from a season-ending wrist surgery, says he's inclined to re-sign with the Wizards. Tass, is this news? Yeah, baby. This is news. I think a contract is coming. I think he knows. He's also been in close contacts with GM Tommy Shepard. This is his first news conference in five weeks, and he sounded very, very pumped about re-signing with the Washington Wizards. Uh, a little juice here from that story as well. As I said, he's been in close contact uh, with GM Tommy Shepard. Beal said, we thought that we were trying to get DeMontis Sabonis at the trade deadline, but uh didn't happen for us. So uh, he knew. He knew that Shepard was going after him, right. and then the Porzingis thing happened, which he is also very excited about. And I, I don't think this is just talk for him to sign the deal. Uh, he said, Porzingis can be really exceptional for us. We're huge now. Just imagine him and Gafford out there. That's going to be sick. Mm. That's a quote, baby. That's going to be sick. And then you got Kuz, who's 6'9", 6'10", so we have great size. I'm excited about that. Uh, we've never had that. And, and he's talking about the future in Washington. And he noted, you know, where, where our practice facility is. We're trying to get people jobs and into these townhomes that are getting built over there. What stamp can we leave for our community? So I don't think that he is saying this merely because he wants to sign a contract and then demand a trade. I think he really wants to be there for the foreseeable future. Again, this this article from Josh Robbins ends with, he's excited. It's a big summer, a big summer. That's a quote from Beal. It's a big summer, a big summer. So what is he saying? He's saying uh, that he wants to get in the gym with his team uh, because he's not playing until uh, for the rest of the season and until the summer and try and get on the court with Porzingis and such and obviously sign a deal. I think he's... He's foreshadowing him signing a big deal. And again, I, I don't I don't see him as the type of guy to say, eh, I'm out of here. I mean, down the road during this contract, sure. But I think he's giving it for, in my eyes, at least a one-year run here. And, and that's a good sign for the Wizards. I know. I know. It's sick. A, a five-year deal, that's going to be sick. And then I'm out after yeah, one that, year. That's the big part that he's alluding to. He's eligible to sign a five-year, $246 million deal with the Wizards if he declines uh, the player option of $36 million in 22-23. That's big. That's big, big. big. That's a lot of money, and that's mm-hmm. his prerogative. If that's what he wants, he, he clearly doesn't value con- trying to compete for a championship because they're not going to. Him bigging up Porzingis, has he watched him play? Does he see him on the court? I mean, I know it's his teammate. You've got to say the right things. This team's not going anywhere. He wants to sign that deal. Go for it. Right. But he's basically saying, I don't really care about a championship. And that's his prerogative again. If he wants all that money, go for it. Mm-hmm. Well, he might care about a championship. Just let me sign this yeah, big deal. And he then, doesn't, then though. He doesn't really. That. Well, come on. Like he, okay. he wouldn't be re-signing there. In, in his whole career there, what has happened in the past for him to have confidence that they're going to build a contender mm. around him? They drafted John Wall. They drafted Beal. Other than that, who have they signed that's been like, yeah, that's the guy. Oh, we nearly got – that's the Danny Ainge. We nearly got Sabonis. 
Okay, great. You didn't. You got Porzingis instead. So they're just not – there's no confidence that I have. They don't attract free agents anyway that they're going to be able to – all of a sudden he's going to get the massive contract and they're going to be contending. If he is your best player, and I love Bradley Beal, you're probably not getting that close. Right, right. So – Yeah, they have cap room in a couple of years, not next year when Porzingis is, is signed uh, as well as you know a bunch of the role players. But – he has hope. He has hope. Cap space is great in theory, but <laughs> yeah. who's going to fill that cap space? Beal's coming up on 29, yeah. too. I guess I thought maybe he was a little bit older in my head, but getting up there in age. Sounds like five more years of Bradley Beal trade rumors to me because I don't think they're going to be good enough, like Lee is saying, to be challenging for a championship, which means that he's going to be a guy who is in the mix for is he the next star leaving? I put star in quotes because... The Wizards are 17 and 23 with Brad Beal in the lineup, 11 and 10 with Bradley Beal out of the lineup. So, pretty similar. Yeah. No, no, they're better with Beal out of the lineup <laughs> because everybody else touches the ball. He's become John Wall for the Wizards at this point. So, Porzingis is now Bradley Beal. So, he had an interesting more quote. stuff for the Wizards, more Wizards. Beal said this, uh, quote, as crazy as this sounds, this injury is a blessing in disguise, too, because I can see the team, I can see our young guys develop, I can see coach continue to develop too. I can see us grow as a team. I don't have to rush a decision. I don't have to rush anything. You know, just looking yeah. at it. <laughs> he's being he's being extremely positive before he signs that deal. Guy's he's a positive guy, no doubt. He's talking to Tommy. He's got Tommy's ear. I think he just broke news that Tommy's giving me that five year contract. Yeah, it's I mean, coming, yeah. baby. Yeah, I, and I th- I think that was a legitimate debate whether or not he should get that contract. We could still debate that. We could debate <laughs> it, but it's coming. Yeah, if, yeah if, exactly. If the wizard coming. the wizards know that they want to have a star. That they can say, look, we gave him the, this massive contract. That's what teams want to do sometimes, because otherwise he'll go and they'll have no one there. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. But as Trey just pointed out, they have a better, if not basically. So maybe the Wizards shouldn't offer it to him then. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, they shouldn't. They probably shouldn't. He should sign for a smaller deal I so agree. they can get other players. But the Wizards owner has said, we will never tank. So they're going to continue to just kind of yeah. be in the middle. Yeah. It feels, I think it must have been like four seasons ago. Uh, where there was the the drama between, like, Wall and Beal. And Wall went out of the... Like, there was, like, fights in the practice room. And, he, like, Bradley Beal is yelling at the GM, it's been seven years of this shit! He was fed up with the Wizards four seasons ago. Yeah. But now he's willing to ink the deal because Kristaps Porzingis has the nickname the Unicorn. Mm. He's special. Yeah. yeah, well, I think he likes the... The fact that Spencer Dinwiddie was dealt. I mean, he butted heads with him already after only a couple of months of being there. Like, Spencer just came there in the offseason. I think to Bradley Beal, this is even a more clear sign that he's the number one guy. And Kristaps Porzingis is number two. I'm not saying that gets them to 60 wins, because it won't. That'd be cool if they got to 40 wins. <laughs> yeah, they never got to 50, right? This no, is the one franchise no. that got to 49. But So what you're saying is when it was Wall and Beal, and Beal's like, what are we doing here? We're just like... Pass uh, the ball, John. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> has Beal now maybe become John Wall? Yes. And then who's going to be the new Bradley Beal saying, uh, seven Kispert. years of this shit, Corey Kispert. Mm. <laughs> He's got a great name. We don't talk about his name enough. It's a great name. It yeah. is. It is. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, we'll see. Hey, get paid. He's going to get paid. Sounds. I'm with you on that, Tass. It's sounding more and more likely. Yeah. That's what he's going to do. And I, I, listen, I I would like to see a couple of these role players go, even though they help the team, and just more Rui, especially. Because he looks like he's got some potential. And I think that's what Beal is saying in those quotes. He's yeah. saying, like, seeing, maybe he is seeing, well, well, maybe there's some flashes here, some consistency with some of these guys, that we can have something that we can build <laughs> We can up. make it to 500 next oh, okay. year. Play uh, it <laughs> uh, next one, Sportsnet with the headline, Raptors, uh, Ananobi, 
sidelined for two weeks with a fractured finger. We got some uh, confirmation on this leak. Yeah, this uh, well, this is bad news for the Raptors. Uh, they need him back. He's so good. He's had a great season, both ends of the floor, defensively very good. Offensively, he's having his best season. Career highs, points, rebounds, yep. and assists. Um, and they miss him. Now, uh, you know, injuries can happen at any time to anybody, of course. But the, the thing with the minutes for um, uh, uh, Nick Nurse's team is, you know, Freddie leading the league in minutes per game. He's injured. Siakam is second. He's been up and down a little bit. And OG is fifth. So I just wonder if those things are related. I mean, again, I know I it's, it's... I don't think his finger I know, got tired. I know, but, but it's just... It's, it's just... <laughs> it's just too much. It's just a lot of guys playing heavy minutes, just getting injuries. And again, two weeks, another two weeks. He's he's missed 20 games himself, mm-hmm. OG, and there are 8 and 12 without him. So he is huge. This is The do. hope is two weeks. I think yeah. it's going to be like, oh, we'll, we'll go take a look at it. We don't have to do surgery. We, yeah. think, we think rest for two weeks, we'll get it done. So stay off your phone, OG. <laughs> you know, don't be typing away on your computer, stuff like that. And then hopefully he comes back. But that's not a guarantee that he's back in two weeks test right yeah he's tough though yeah i know i'm not i'm saying that as uh as something that's going to override an injury who knows but uh yeah they desperately they need every part of their ensemble to get the most (laughs) out of their ensemble you know he is never going to wow you with a huge streak of scoring but he adds to winning Mm -hmm. period trey anything to add um here, let me think if I can something to add here. <laughs> OG Ananobi, pretty good three-point shooter. Solid. Yeah. They need his three-point He's probably shooting. one of their better. Yeah, ones. exactly right. Uh, because somebody's got to bail out the Raptors in half-court scenarios. Sometimes it can be OG with a little bit of a pull-up dribble package sort of game. But I don't know. With the Raptors, I kind of feel like I'll get a little nervous that they're missing a guy and then somebody else will step in and have a nice run here in the midst. So hopefully that's the case. Hopefully the Raptors can continue to compete, maybe get up to number six. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Final headline for you. Philly voice. Sixers to sign DeAndre Jordan as backup for Joel Embiid. Trey, is this news? This is a meme, actually. Mm. Did it work for the Lakers, Mavs, Knicks, or Nets? (laughs) No, it never does. Those teams somehow delude themselves into thinking it worked. But maybe it will for the 76ers. It's possible, it's possible. I mean, DeAndre Jordan, he's not an impact player anymore. He gives one effort on a play, and if that works, we're good. If it requires two efforts, I'm out. That being said, the Sixers do need a backup five. They need yep. some sort of size there. Mm-hmm. It's Paul Millsap and Paul Reed. <laughs> Choose your Paul. Neither is tall. Mm-hmm. Only six foot nine or six foot eight for those guys. And honestly, the, the Sixers have had some success getting all of the Lakers backup bigs in the past, right? They brought in Dwight Howard last year. They brought in Andre Drummond this year. He was doing solid there. And the question is, who else are the Sixers getting? They do need a backup five. The other options out there are like Ennis Freedom, Robin Lopez, or like a random athletic G-leaguer. DeAndre Jordan at least has a connection with Doc Rivers. Mm, is Doc Rivers the Jordan Whisperer? He's the Tobias Harris Whisperer. So he may be the DeAndre Jordan Whisperer as well. Uh... I don't know. I'm not expecting much from DeAndre Jordan, but the Sixers needed somebody, and he is a human. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's literally just if he can sop up any minutes at all and they don't get killed, that's when, what they'll when take. When it beads off the floor. Exactly, yeah. 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 Um, because I saw a headline, you know, Sixers were leading the race to sign DeAndre Jordan. Ooh. I'd like to see that race play out. <laughs> yeah, but, I saw that multiple yeah. days in a row, that, that headline. Just, just get rid of that headline. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, I mean, it, it, the Doc Rivers likes guys from the 2008-2009 season just gets rekindled with these, with these talks. 
they're playing Paul Millsap at the backup center essentially uh, over over whoever you know they've got Willie Cauley Stein on the roster so they well he's they, maybe they gone right him. yeah yeah so yeah. they they definitely want a veteran guy back there but I think when it comes down to it playoffs Joel Embiid's going to play 40 minutes so who who's playing those last eight minutes I think it's going to be Paul Millsap I mean I think they're going to be he tiny. has looked brutal yeah. though for them too yeah he looks old but he's, he's, he I think he can play more than DeAndre I mean, Jordan I, maybe but <laughs> I think DeAndre if Harden Jordan is there you can at least sort of convince yourself well you gotta like he's a bit of a threat still to catch a lob you know, in a pick and roll Millsapping, I guess. At all. So, yeah. I think that's what they're thinking Millsap here. can spread the floor if you <laughs> squint and He hark. has looked really oh, And I'm not saying DeAndre oh, Jordan DeAndre is much Jordan. of an improvement. I don't think yeah. – I'm, I'm shocked that Willie Cauley-Stein is yeah. considered uh, – I mean, that says a lot about him, actually, that yeah. he's not <laughs> the playing minutes over Stinky. DeAndre Jordan. He's getting waved for him for crying out loud. Yeah. But <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Okay, so he's not going to – he's not a game changer, but they do need a backup five we're all agreeing with. And the Pauls are too small. The Pauls are too small. <laughs> Playing small Paul. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get to some five-star Friday fun. Uh, for those new to the show, Trey, quickly, what is this? Five-star Friday, first Friday of every month, we read five five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Here are the five best. Our first one comes to us from Jackie Z's. More of a tone setter than anything. Okay. Mm. You think this is supposed to be like top five stars, 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 top five stars. Yeah, absolutely. I think you nailed it. I hadn't actually said it out loud yet. I was like, I'm going to just see if this works on the show. Nice. Crushed it. Oh, here's the rest of the review. TBJ, the starters, no dunks. Whatever you got to call it. These guys rock. Five stars. All right. Thanks for setting the tone, Jackie. Our next one. Hip and knowledgeable. <laughs> Five stars from the Persian rug slugger 69. <laughs> Thanks for leaving a review, Lee. <laughs> Love the show. These folks are hip and funny yet have a ton of basketball wisdom. Always enjoy listening and try to catch the show on YouTube live sometimes. Five stars out of five. Oh, so the, the slugger might be in the stream team right now. Yep. Might be in the stream team. Might not be in the stream team, but I mean, that's just a nice straightforward review. It's really, it's great. Yeah. Five stars out of five. Love Told it. you, Skeets. We goosed them for these. We goosed Had them. Had to goose them. Our next review. <laughs> oh, no. It's not you, troll boy. <laughs> Ran into these guys at a business conference. What seemed to be a normal meeting turned into a little buff boy contest. <laughs> the host had the audience clap, so the CEO just had to come up on stage. After some deliberation, JD was asked to cut the music hard. <laughs> Clearly, those little buff boys were wearing goose suits. It's a circus term. That's why we say they goose them. We definitely weren't picking Troll Boy as the winner. He gets it. Why? <laughs> Skeets was named the winner. Oh, yeah. Best meeting we've ever had. Great merch, too. Love my one of 100 no dunks all-star jersey. Take a look at this crop. Oh, great. Great. I got the win. Yeah, that was a, that was very funny. Uh, shout out to Basile A coming through with that. I think you should leave. We like to sneak these uh, sketches into this show from time to time so well done doing it as a review that's awesome that's my favorite one <laughs> next one comes from WCJ123 saved by no dunks five stars as a longtime Kings fan it's sometimes hard to get excited about NBA basketball but since I started listening to no dunks last year 2021 I have never enjo- never ever enjoyed following the NBA as much as I do now the No Dunks podcast crew somehow manages to be both funny and informative show after show after show. The only problem is that they don't talk about the Kings enough, but then again, 
Why would they? Well, this was written, uh, as it says there, February 4th, so uh, hopes, I hope WCJ123 goes and checks out yesterday's podcast, Thursday's podcast, where Lee talked in, in great detail about the Sacramento Kings. Kings, uh, anyways. Well, oh, yeah, Kings. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Right, yeah. Royal family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I tweeted BetMGM. Ah, I said, come on, let's let's get it going here. <laughs> yeah. What's going to happen first? Winning season for the Kings? Yeah. Or uh, Prince, Prince William, William becomes... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Becomes king. They responded. <laughs> I, I should have had it up in front of me, but they I basically they basically responded. Does that mean the kings are trading Davion Mitchell? <laughs> wow, that changes really, things, doesn't I it? I didn't really get it. <laughs> well, but, I, I, yeah, mm, interesting, interesting. <laughs> there so, is a, uh, yeah. But anyway, they responded, which was yeah. nice. So maybe we'll get that up on BetMGM. That, yeah, that we'll be yeah. able to. I bet mean, on Charles that. is the he's the one that could turn this because yeah. uh, you know, as we said, if he abdicates, but. I think he wants to pop on his like Instagram and Twitter. He wants to write King, King on, of England. Yeah, put it on LinkedIn. Yeah, it looks of course great. he does. Yeah. yeah, he wants it, and then he can be like, "I've got it." Strut, and then I'm like, "All right." I, then people say, "Well, you have to do this, and you have to go to this ceremony, right. you have to spit," and he's like, "Oh, no, thanks, Char- uh, Willie." Yours. How long do you feel like he has to keep it for it to feel like he was the king? Yeah. I think he can't keep it 24 hours. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm thinking like a year, like that, a calendar, a, year? a, a calendar, oh, wow. sort of like you know, from from 20, let's say 2023 to 2024. I was king of England. <laughs> I'm king of the world. And then Camilla will say, no, king of England. Right. You're not king of the world. Okay. <laughs> Titanic. Although Camilla, it, hmm, she doesn't become queen, I don't no, think. No, oh, she's geez. not getting the title. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's still one review left. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a long one. Oh, boy. Strap in. Holy. Heartwarming and heartbreaking. Can't even see it. Five stars from Cannon, Texas. I've only listened to the show briefly, but here's the synopsis from what I understand. (laughs) Ostensibly about basketball, this podcast is at the core a treatise on fatherhood. While all of the hosts have children, the relationship between J.E. Skeets and his adoptive son, Lily, provides the most compelling storyline. Skeets is a rigid disciplinarian who pledges to embrace the day at all costs. Lily is a wandering Australian who found himself lost in the deep south of the United States years ago. One can't help but feel inspired by Lee's childlike enthusiasm as he exclaims, Yeah, it's great! about everything, while Skeets does his best to guide him through daily tasks. <laughs> Which way to sit on a toilet, how to use Wi-Fi, and mark dates on a simple calendar. At times, Lee's exhausting charm begins to wear on Skeets, who struggles to control his temper and descends into outbursts of violent cursing. His brothers Tass and Trey do their best to keep the family together while their miserly grandfather, Jason Doyle, chimes in with sage advice from time to time. Pretty sure that sums it up accurately. Oh. Overall, it's a very good show. They should talk about the Spurs more, though. Oh, very funny. Five stars. Oh, that's great. That's great the best great one review. yet. Yeah, There's a lot great. of truth to that, too. Feels yeah, like that. it wasn't until I read this review um, that I realized your relationship is a lot like Bart and Homer. <laughs> 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 Lee, you're Bart. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Eat my shorts, yeah. says Lee. <laughs> that's good. Uh, good stuff. Good uh, stuff. Good you're, just, stuff. Uh, you're an interesting mm. son to me. You know that. Really <laughs> son you never God. had. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you guys have kids. I don't have kids, but Is you that are. Why? Is that why you were like? Yeah. <laughs> fearful that my actual son will turn out to be you. Yeah. No, it'd be an honor. <laughs> well, you're, an, you're an uncle anyway, aren't you? These I days. am an yeah. uncle. How's yeah. that going? 
Great. I <laughs> uh, don't get to go yeah, yeah, uh, no, home to Canada yeah, often right yeah, now, yeah. but uh, yeah, Lachlan's doing great. Is he in Stratford? Is it Stratford? No, no, they're in Kitchener. Mm. Close. Very, right. very close. <laughs> Shout out to Lock. Lachlan. What do you great think of that name. name? Great Something name. Something he'd be king Love one day. <laughs> His father's uh, from England. Is he? Yes. Wow. So you could be uh, King Skeetsy. Yeah. Oh, King Lachlan yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah. Actually. Prince Skeetsy. All right. Those were great. Great five-star uh, ratings and reviews, of course. So keep them coming if you listen on Apple Podcasts. Still can't leave one on Spotify, eh? <laughs> you, can leave, you can leave the stars, but you can't go into uh, the funny uh, description and an actual review. Spotify's got other things on the go right now. <laughs> sure. Other than leaving reviews... <laughs> doing other stuff. Okay. Uh, you want to do Tweet of the Night now, JD, or you want to take a break? What do you want to do? Uh, your call. Your call. Uh, let's, you want? Yeah. let's do it. Sorry, yeah. Tweet of the Night? All let's, right. Let's let's do good. Tweet of the good. Night. Yeah, why not? Good spot. Yeah. Okay. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. I just love this quirky little story. When the Pelicans and the Blazers made their deal at the trade deadline, Larry Nance and Josh Hart traded teams. They also traded something else. Mm. Yeah. That's a very cool story. The former Lakers teammates just said, hey, we're swapping teams. Let's just swap houses. Quote from Larry Nance said, I own a house in Portland. Josh Hart, well, he owns a house in New Orleans. So we just swapped. <laughs> I think this is real, too. This is, this is neat. Apparently it's happened before. I forget where yeah, I heard that. Yeah, they said some yeah. other name. Yeah. I heard that, too. These were te- they were teammates once upon a time, with right? The Larry and yeah. Josh. Larry and Josh with the Lakers, so they know each other. They trust each other's tastes, I guess. They trust each other that well, they would, yeah, would will look, have a clean home. Yeah, I'd like a house breakdown taste. though. Like, does one house have more bathrooms than the other? Or are they like you know they both mm-hmm. they both five and fours? You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I basements think, yeah, finished I or not? I I trust that they Facetimed each other when they saw the homes like, before hey, before trading. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, they saw it all. Flip the camera, man. I don't want to see your face. Show me that toilet. You know. But like wouldn't that. it be funnier if it's like uh, the trade is like house for house, but uh, Hart has a barbecue to be named later coming and stuff like that? Or uh, mm. you think they keep their objects in it? That's a yeah. Great you question. know, like is Larry Nance wearing Josh Hart's clothes now? <laughs> oh, clothes? Yeah, I dude, you he's meant, like have anything you furniture. want out of the fridge. Well, yeah, the, I, I assume it's furnished. Yeah, uh, you would have, you would have to. Yeah. What what was the extent of it? Yeah. I, I think they. Took all their clothes, but left tchotchkes and furniture. Mm. He's just, like, yeah, you can play my PlayStation. That's fine. Yeah. Just don't wow. slam the controllers. <laughs> Josh? I saw an awesome camouflage controller over there. See that one, JD? Uh, the, well, it, it belongs to I my son. So. Yeah, I've not seen I, it. Oh, it's yeah. camouflage, so it's where, tough where to is see. It? It's, it's camouflage. Okay. It. Uh, yeah, sure, grab it. Go grab it. Just wheel on over. It. That's an awesome controller. I don't think, are you going to make it? Yeah. All right, there's my son. Give it over to my son. <laughs> Grabbing the controller. Look at that. Can you see it, or is it? Oh, uh, I don't know, <laughs> Or is it camouflaging? Just get a quick look at this controller. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. I want to play yeah, on yeah, that. Wow. What would you like to play on that? Mario Kart. Well, it's a PlayStation <laughs> controller. So come on, they copied Mario Kart on PlayStation, didn't they? Proprietary. What, what do you mean they copied it? <laughs> I mean they've got a a Smario part. Mario <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say Wario because that's also yeah, trademark. Do it's definitely racing games, but uh, okay, yeah, I take. You're not going to get Mario and Luigi and uh, Princess back. Peach and all. What, what's uh, Jared Allen playing? Elden's Ring. Or Elden whatever? Ring. Yeah, that's yeah. the big game right now. That's mm-hmm. hot. It's, All I see, George R. R. Martin 
Yeah, wrote he's in. For, he's he, involved somehow. Really? Yeah. 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 He's what got are books you doing, to write. George? Yeah, stop <laughs> he writing ain't writing those books. Games. He would like to do yeah. anything else besides write yeah, those I guess books. So. But uh, apparently, this game it's like very, very hard because all I see is clips of people running away from bears that are the size of a house and then just Whoa. getting smacked in the face like it's just like literally just like 30 second clips of people running away and then dying in like a tragic oh. fantasy sort of death it's very weird stuff oh well, we'll have to get Matty O uh, on yeah. the show to review it for us is he playing it do I don't know but he's a big gamer we yeah, should just send him gamer. a copy and just you know do a start a new show a video game reviews with Matty O oh, all right. like oh that. yeah that'd be cool I'll have to play Smario parts <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> She'd, yeah Matt would do it we get the camera in the corner you know that type of thing mm. the PIP the picture in oh, picture you want Twitch yeah, yeah let's do, do a Twitch yeah, yeah, people sure. are doing that in the YouTubes <laughs> why not it's logo okay if we were to start a video game series mm. what would be the first game you would like to play uh, I mean FIFA or NBA Jam or so, or, or uh, NBA 2K <laughs> NBA Jam actually. how about non-sports non-sports uh, I don't know I mean I'm not I'm, I'm not down with games these days any game <laughs> James Bond do they still have that <laughs> they still make that they still know. you could get a Nintendo know. 64 yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just so like putting you on the spot name any video <laughs> game that's not a sports game like, uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego it's not really a video <laughs> oh game oh my is god it? <laughs> We're not, we're, not, we're not doing a live stream of you playing Where in the World is Carmen Going to Johannesburg. Yeah, it's, that's a great game. <laughs> we're going yeah. to take uh, our last break. John Seward, sorry, Joe yes. Seward left a comment and a $5 gift in the stream team, and he writes, Elden Ring is so hard. Anyway, you guys see Batman? It was great. Apparently it's getting great reviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but what what is Elden? What's like uh, what type of game? Play. Open Role. world, okay, okay, okay. exploring. Yeah, you know, yeah, conquesting. Yeah. yeah. Am I trying to find Elden's ring? <laughs> Elden Campbell's ring. <laughs> Did he win a ring? He got yeah, one. Yeah, he came back. Yeah, he came back at the Lakers. I yeah, think it was yeah, right two thousand and two. Two, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, t- hey, tweet that. Hey, anybody play an Eldon Campbell's ring? Let's just oh, see what find happens. a picture of him with his ring on. I hope nobody's listening to this so we can get this tweet off. Oh, hold on, hold on. Eldon Campbell's Eldon cock Cam- ring. <laughs> Don't search for that. Not on oh, this too late. Too late. Don't what search you, for you that. Say? Well, I guess maybe I got the the Mario part. Mario Smart, what I call it. You um, call it Mario Smart. Mario Smart. But... Uh, yeah, right. I got it confused because JD, you also have a Switch in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double console house. I'm a big gamer. Got that right. You got a Zelda on that? You got a Zelda, yeah. How was that? Because you reminded me of the role-playing, and I know you like the Zeldas. It's great. I enjoyed uh, uh, whatever. What's a, what's the Zelda Link? game? I No, no, no. Breath of the, the Wild? Breath of the Wild. Is that what it is? The latest one? The one on the Switch, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. You got to cook in it, though. Which <laughs> I'm not. You got to collect oh, ingredients and cook. Did you said this on the air, or I mean, um, Possibly. I remember you saying this. That's when you strange. have to cook and craft things, <laughs> I don't know. It's a little too realistic for me. You know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah. Like uh, Jackson always says, I don't like anything where I, any game where I have to eat. Like anything, you know, where like Red Dead Redemption, you get, you, yeah. it, you know, you have to eat, otherwise your character like. You know, he, fa- he starts to fade and he starts to, 
get hungry and he's not as strong. So he just smokes cigarettes, like because uh, <laughs> that will give you like a little burst of energy. So <laughs> oh, I walked into the room one time and he's like, uh, and, and, and Jackson's like, I gotta, I gotta find some smoke. Because <laughs> <laughs> my wow. character is like, why don't you just eat something? But anyway, you gotta cook. That's so weird. Yeah. Amazing. The, la- the Last of Us is is okay because you you got to craft like weapons as you find it. Like that's that's a good game. We should we should play that. All right, yeah. Chris, started a whole new series here on our YouTube. Page. Yeah, there's Playing a couch game. over there. Yeah, there's a TV right there. If you saw on our No Dunks uh, Instagram account or Twitter, we show, showed a shot of the entire garage recently. <laughs> yeah, we were gonna yeah. use the space here. <laughs> All right. We're playing uh, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego <laughs> yeah. live tonight, <laughs> 9 p.m. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, pick them results and rapid fire fun. Okay, pick them results from last night brought to you by BetMGM. It was the Bulls Hawks. Chicago favored by four and a half on the road here down in the fortress. Trey Kirby in attendance. But Tass, you called it. You went with Atlanta. You said they bounced back. And they sure did, uh, despite the Bulls looking like they were going to win this game and Trey Young taking over. So you got that victory. You're 2-1. and one. Here you go, Tass. You're feeling good here in March. Trey falls to 0-3. Still looking for your first dub. And then Lee and I are 1-2, so a lot of us struggling here. But what's tonight's game? Milwaukee-Chicago. Ooh, back-to-back. This one is for Trey. Because I knew he'd pick the Bulls. Yeah, you did me dirty on this yeah. one. Tom. A little bit. Yeah, little you bit. boxed him into a corner, man. Yeah. Why is the line three and a half? That is too small of a line. Yeah. yeah. The Bulls are on a back-to-back. They traveled. Well, Atlanta. Today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, three and a half points. Uh, but, 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 we'll but, you know, like, yeah, why? Why? Why, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why? Weird. Why exactly? Everybody, I assume, is playing for the Bucks. Bulls shorthanded. I mean, the Pat Connaughton isn't there. Brooke Lopez isn't there. Yeah, but right. the guys that you know are going to be there. Three and a half point line. So the three of us, excluding Trey. Well, wait, who's Lee's taking? Is that a bull or is that a Does that look a like deer? a bull? Well, I don't know. <laughs> that's what the bucks, you get the horns. The antlers. Okay, so three of us, yeah, have the bucks to win by just four. Yeah. All right, here's another line for you. Yeah. Over or under. The line is 0.5. Flagrant fouls by the Bulls on Grayson Allen. Yes. Ellis. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah. Ooh, somebody's got to it's over. Jesus. I, well, I mean, Tristan Thompson is like, oh, yeah. oh we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna get him. Yeah. He but, wasn't even a bull. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's like, oh, we're gonna get him. That's yeah. why they signed him <laughs> yeah, exactly. for this right. game. I yeah. guess I'll hit the over on that. Uh, all right. So yeah, Trey's the only one taking the Bulls at home. Everybody else got the Bucks here on a Friday night. Let's wrap up this drop podcast as we always do with a little rapid fire fun. I got the questions. Got Tass, Trey, and JD answering here today. First one, Grammy-nominated rapper Jack Harlow is making his feature film debut in White Men Can't Jump, a remake of the 92 sports comedy that we once reviewed on Film Session. Mm -hmm. Every movie ever made will be redone. Yes. This is where we're at. (laughs) So I guess Jack Harlow is going to be playing the role of Woody Harrelson, uh, portrayed in the original film. He is white. (laughs) So can he jump? Probably not. Good call. Uh, Variety says the filmmakers are currently in the process of finding the actor to fill the role played by Wesley Snipes. So let's help him out. Who are you guys casting for Sidney Dean? Tess. Uh, I cringe at the thought of this movie. I'm with you. Because I love White Man Can't Jump. I'm no movie buff, but there's no way this can be anywhere close (laughs) to the original. Because it's so dependent on acting. It's so dependent on Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes and Rosie yeah. Perez. What are you yeah. going to do, mm-hmm. Jack Harlow? Uh, let me help it out by bringing in Michael B. Jordan. I think he can ball. Oh, wow, wow, and wow. he can talk. 
Uh, you know, like Wesley Snipes yeah. did. I like I it. I guess. Yep, I don't That's mind my that. pick. Okay, what about you, Trey? That's actually a really good pick. I want that to be my pick. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, I went away from a known actor because to me, one of the mm. funniest things about white men can't jump is watching Wesley Snipes play basketball. And you're like, oh, you are a ballet dancer who had to learn how to play basketball in this. So I'm going with an actual basketball player. I want the LA Sparks Liz Cambage. Oh, Ooh, interesting twist. Yeah, it's all about subverting expectations yeah. with white men can't jump. Yeah. You're supposed to uh, underestimate the, the team that's hustling you out there. So yeah. maybe you show up. Uh, with a woman basketball player, you're like, oh, we're going to take this team, no problem. And then she just backs you down in the post, puts oh, you under yeah. the basket, and hooks them. There's that great clip of her uh, a couple of seasons back, like getting the ball in the post and laughing yeah. at the person below them too small. So I assume she's got the trash talk as well. Mm -hmm. So give me Liz. Oh, like That's a good that. one. She's got the personality mm -hmm. for sure. JD, who you got? Uh, yeah, I was uh, also surprised to hear that they're remaking the per this perfect movie. I can't remember what I, if I had really, <laughs> I think I liked it. Think probably perfect. like it's perfect. I it's hope not you like it. Perfect, but it's you know it's enjoyable yeah. and uh, you know so uh, I put way too much thought into this, uh, but ultimately I'm not going to tell you my runners up, but ultimately I'm going with John David Washington, who oh. uh, is of course Denzel Washington's son. Oh, mm. yep. Uh, I didn't know that, actually. Uh, but he was in Tenet, uh, and he mm. was also in Black Klansman, I believe. Yep. Uh, but really what uh, set sealed it for me was his role in Ballers as uh, Ricky, <laughs> the sort of cocky... Uh, was he a quarterback? Or he's a football player, anyway, yeah. a running back or something. Uh, and I think he's got the chops. And, okay. and, you know, and I think because he's Denzel... Denzel could actually play basketball, so... He probably plays basketball a little bit, I want to think. Can Denzel play what? I don't know. <laughs> Denzel well, he's in, played, he got game, he got and game, he's, yeah. he's actually playing. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. He could fake it. He could fake it. Yep. Okay. So. And I think, uh, I think his son was like a college football player or something as well, so an actual athlete, too. Oh. Mm. Yep. Lee, oh, how, do you, how do you feel about this? Rebooting White Man Can't Jump. Yeah, they've just run out of ideas in Hollywood. We're seeing Batman again. I mean, that's it. No more <laughs> Batman or Superman. That's it. You're calling it. That, that, no more. Yeah. No more. We can't. I mean, what are you going to do? He's fighting the Joker again, you know? Like, all right, we've seen this. Come on. Well, I mean, I, I, in general, I agree with you, but yeah. it's like they have, we've, we've seen like five different Spider-Men already. Oh, it's the same, yeah. Like, yeah, no, but now, now we got a good Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, you just got to keep going through until you hit the right one. <laughs> yeah, wow. At least in like, they're comics. You know, it makes sense. Like that's they've been making the same comic book about the same characters over and over and over again. They twist them, they do all these changes. That's so true. It almost makes sense in the movie world to keep doing that. But like, I'm with you on this. Yeah. We don't need another white no, man can't jump. No, no. no just no. go watch white man can't jump. Yeah. Just leave things. And Jack Harlow, I mean, he's not even going to be. He's not going to come close to what he does. Like, <laughs> I, I know he's he's never acted in anything, but I'm pretty confident about that. Yep. Also, he looked like he sucked at basketball. I'm sorry. In the celebrity game, I thought he was garbage. I know he scored, but it looked like the luckiest shots ever to me. Mm. Who is he? I don't even know He's who a he rapper. Is. He's a rapper. Yeah, yeah. He's a Grammy-nominated rapper. Yeah. All rappers want to be okay. bowlers, and all bowlers want to be rappers. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> all right, next one here. Uh, this week, the Boston Celtics signed Matt Ryan to a two-way contract. No, not that mm. one. You big Falcons fan. Uh, yeah. 
That one, that Matt Ryan still slinging around the pig skin, the, the hog skin, as some of us called it. Uh, this Matt Ryan, though, currently plays in the NBA G League for the Grand Rapids Gold, but now he's here on the Celtics two-way deal. But back to the football field. Weird question. I just want to know your favorite quarterback of all time, mm. and, and if anybody's going to say Warren Moon. <laughs> it's just a great name, and he was a good quarterback. It's but a good name. Greatest Canadian, quarterback of all time. He? Warren Moon, he played in the CFL. I don't oh, think he was Canadian. Yeah. I'm going a similar route. An American played in Canada. Mm. Doug Flutie. I, I, knew, I knew you were yes, That's great. Yeah. great. Love, love my Dougie. Um, you know. Got your Flutie flakes still? <laughs> I wonder if I do. No. Uh, no. I, I, I had a poster of Doug once upon a time. Yeah. He loved he, Remember when he did the drop kick? Yeah, yes. yeah. That was That was cool. crazy. That was cool. How many points was that for? Two again? points. Two points. It's yeah. like a rouge. Exactly. Yeah, or is well, that one point? That's one point. Oh, yeah. that's one point. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused there for yeah. a second. Yeah, you drop it on the on the ground in the NFL. I don't know if that's allowed anymore. It hits the turf, and then you kick it through. Yeah. And that was worth <laughs> so two weird. points. But it hadn't been done in like... Like yeah, so forever, long, right? decades. Yeah, yeah. so Dougie, yeah, Dougie, Dougie got screwed. Uh, just to tell a quick story, he was the Buffalo Bills quarterback. They drafted Rob Johnson, who was a big prototypical quarterback. Yeah. Uh, but Dougie was having a great season because Johnson was hurt. And then when Johnson came back in like week fourteen or something, they just threw Johnson back in the starting oh. lineup, screwing Dougie uh, because Doug got them to a, a place they were going to be in the postseason for the first time forever. They screwed Dougie, and this was a Friday night. I happened to see Doug Flutie in a Niagara Falls casino <laughs> when they were playing on the Sunday in Miami. Oh, wow. <laughs> but he was the backup at this point, and I think he was pissed, yeah. and he wasn't with the team. Speaking of piss, I saw him in the bathroom. Nice. We urinated next to each other, and I said, Doug, you got screwed. And he said, ha, 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 ha. Was he slinging and he the pigskin? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't not sure if he was circumcised or not, but, uh, yeah, he, he left the bathroom. And it's unfortunate Doug got screwed. There you go. <laughs> and now he's stumping for Herschel Walker. What's up with that, Doug? Anyways. And he on. is. I, I do forget. He was like one of the greatest CFL football players of all time, right? Like yeah. He's got like how many great cup wins? And A lot. A lot, yeah. <laughs> he's good. He was an Argo knot. He was a stampeder. <laughs> That's right. Chicago uh, Bear once upon a time as well. Oh, right. Wow. I'm glad I asked this question. Who's <laughs> your favorite quarterback <laughs> of all time? <laughs> I saw this question and I had my answer instantly. Okay. Randall Cunningham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he knows that sports game. Yeah. <laughs> this guy loved Philly in the 90s, I think. I did. I did. He did. We used to have a Philly Eagles jersey, and it was Cunningham. <laughs> and, you know, after they started the NBA in Australia, they tried the NFL. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting it. So I got an NFL football and stuff at home and got the Randall Cunningham jersey. Really? Yeah. Wow. Didn't okay. last as long as my NBA uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, career did. My <laughs> career. All right. Great pick. So Randall Cunningham. Great runner. Mm. Great passer. He's a threat. Great punter. Yeah. 91-yard punt from a quarterback? What? Wild stuff. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, weird. Huh? He was like an all-American punter in college, as well as being a football, like a quarterback. Wow. Uh, Eagles, Randall Cunningham. Great Randall Cunningham. Vikings, Randall Cunningham. Probably my favorite. Cunningham to Moss. Mm. Oh, yeah. Great times. He nice. could sling. Go deep. The word slinging the hog skin or the pig skin. That guy was a slinger. He was a slinger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JD, I know you love the football. Who's your favorite? Oh, I love the football, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my my pick is uh, Matthew Matt Saracen. Uh, who? Uh, but he's the former backup quarterback of the Dillon High School Panthers before being thrust into the spotlight after Jason Street suffers a career-ending Injury. Oh, he had a hard time trying to <laughs> trying to gel with uh, Riggins, Tim Riggins, and uh, what's that other guy's name? Uh, 
Well, anyways, he had a hard time. <laughs> Was it Smash? Is, it, is this Friday Night Lights? This yes. Friday, yes. This is definitely uh, what he's talking okay, about. Okay, I'm just full, uh, Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. Okay. Matt Saracen. Best quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> it. Final one. Uh, according to my sources, Ben Simmons is ducking the Net Sixers game in Philadelphia on March 10th because he hates us. He doesn't want us traveling mm. to this game. So, you know, look, I thought he might rip the Boo Bird Band-Aid off and just get it over with, but <laughs> nope. Back is sore. He's not ready. Conditioning, all that. You know, look, he doesn't want to play there. Okay, that's fine. But my question is, what's something you've been avoiding doing, maybe recently or not? Pass. Uh, recently, been avoiding buying clothes. Hmm. I know I need to refresh, but just lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know. But you don't want to go to a mall, I assume. I love malls. Really? <laughs> I don't know. You do. I, do <laughs> I like going to stuff. I mean, I love malls. I love malls too, man. Food court? Yeah, food court. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah, this, this is why you love the mall. It's like, what if uh, instead of one restaurant, you could go to 10 restaurants? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's got to be on uh, like Uber Eats or Grubhub or something an option where you just select. Mall. One, like, no. <laughs> Basically, like, yeah, one bill, but four restaurants. Surprise me. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, but I like, I like that. Give me a pretzel. Give me a sandwich. Yeah, just whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Well, Sounds grab, good. Yeah. Grab bag. Uh, all right. What have you been avoiding doing here, Trey? I didn't really have a good answer for this one no? until this morning when I pulled my deodorant out of uh, the cabinet and I looked and it was like, <laughs> you know, you could see like the plastic yeah. underneath and you're like, my other deodorant's downstairs. I guess I'm just scraping the pits on this yeah, one. Yeah, you're, you're like, yourself. Oh, your arms are so bad. <laughs> like, your armpits are just, like, completely irritated and red. Just... <laughs> <laughs> toss it right in there. Wear an antiperspirant, as you can see. Totally working. Just yeah. That's another thing I've been avoiding doing is raising my arms. Because people are going to get you if they see that pit stain. are you? I'm supporting you. Holy you're, you're, you're baby blue. It's kind of blending in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't see yours, really. Yeah. Can we up the contrast on this uh, here? <laughs> so you can see how sweaty I am. Yeah. Uh, well, JD, take us home. What's something you've been avoiding doing? Yeah, kind of a boring answer, and I actually forgot about it. So I'm just going to be tr honest and say it's my colonoscopy. I, mm. I got to get it done. You had it all planned? I had it all planned, but I had to get another thing done, and... I put it off. I was very, very happy to put it off. Yeah, uh, sure. And uh, I, I'm all, I'm more worried about the going under. Like they put you under for it, and yeah. I, mm. I suppose I could just white knuckle it and stay awake for it. But I don't think I want to do that either. And, uh, uh, that's an option, huh? It is. An, I, I wow. think it is. I know people who have done that, and uh, they didn't like it. They didn't. It was not pleasant. Uh, and I had a friend who actually woke up. She woke up in the middle of it, and they're like, "Look at, see, that's your colon." She's like, "Please, please put me back to sleep now." Uh, but uh, yeah, so. right. if there's any consolation, I'm supposed to go to JD. So uh, let's go together. Uh, yeah, Bogo. I don't know. Maybe, like, uh, <laughs> I mean. Uh, <laughs> Trey and Matt used to have their back waxing trip together. <laughs> That's true. Maybe we could do Your Groupon deals that <laughs> yeah. you guys would get? Maybe. You know, maybe. Could, yeah. I think you lay in a similar manner for both of those <laughs> yeah. appointments. The, the dude who, who books it at this at the place at Piedmont, he's got the best name ever. Oh, boy. Dorsey Dunkelberg. <laughs> 
<laughs> I thought Edit, it was going like, to be Colin. Mr. Dr. Colin Scobie. Is that like he he's, he's the friendliest guy in the world? And he calls and is like, hi, it's Dorsey Dunkelberger calling about your colonoscopy. And I'm like, this isn't That's, real. I'm dream- this is a dream, right? Like, this is Dunkelberger. Well, that's amazing. Yes, name. Dunkelberger. <laughs> Percy Dunkelberger. That guy is a consummate pro. Uh, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Dunkelberger, you have a son. <laughs> Any names picked out? Darcy. <laughs> it's wow. not Darcy. It's oh. Dorsey. Oh, Dorsey. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, now I want to go. I want to meet him. Yeah. I mean, I've never met him. I only talked to him on the phone. But lovely, lovely man. Dorsey oh. Dinkleberger? Dunkleberger. Dunkleberger. Sorry, it's a tough name to remember. I know. Get him a no-dunk shirt. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Take one. Oh, we can man. get him one. That guy's dunking all the time. Oh, <laughs> All right, that's rapid fire. That's another drop classic. Uh, leave leave your five star ratings and reviews. Email in your wow. NBA questions to no dunks at theathletic.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at no dunks inc. Grab yourself an athletics. Are you okay? I can't stop oh, thinking. Of- I just see me and JD turning up together. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a little competition. Have some fun with it. JD. <laughs> <laughs> How do you well, win? Well, Go yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, that's how we get. Most polyps win or something? I mean, Dunkelberger says, you got a 50 burger in there. 50 polyps, my man. Yikes. I'll have a colon contest with you any day of the week. <laughs> wow. uh, it is all Oh, we gotta, well, we got to make this a video now. Great. <laughs> Stream and everything. Um, yeah. I was saying, grab yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunk so they know that we sent you. There is a dollar a month deal on right now for new subscribers if you've been, for whatever reason, waiting to get an athletic subscription. So go take advantage of that. And uh, cop some no dunks merch over at no dunks. Com. All right, fun way to end this drop podcast. Another week in the books. We'll be back on Monday to talk about our weekend winners and losers. There are a ton of games on this weekend, so we'll have lots to talk about on Monday. What? what you got a comment? What, you're just giggling away. You're just still thinking about this battle you're going to have. Right? Me and JD just going to have a gentlemanly. <laughs> it's like an arm wrestle, but it's a Colin contest. <laughs> Everybody leave your picks for the poop and pay. Off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you on Monday. Till then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, Trey Young always remembers. Embrace the weekend, people. Hey baseball fans, this is Derek Van Riper. Now that spring training games are underway, opening day is just a few weeks away. Eno Saris and I have been getting ready for the season all winter on Rates and Barrels. Whether you're a seasoned fantasy player, a baseball stats junkie, or just someone who wants to learn more about the game, join us for four episodes each week this season, including our new Friday live stream with former big leaguer Trevor May. Check out the live stream on Fridays at 1 o'clock Eastern on the Rates and Barrels YouTube channel, or listen to the show wherever you enjoy your podcasts, 
including the ad-free option on the Athletic app.